0: There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible, a pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The Vanguard are those who uphold the Veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the Vanguard of the Veil. Welcome, everyone, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your Keeper of Mysteries, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him, and joining with us tonight,
1: Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. My pronouns are any you decide to call me, and I am playing Deandra.
2: Matthew. Hey everybody, I am playing Professor Dennis Gunderson, and our pronouns are he, him.
0: And our newest player, Josh.
3: Hi, it's me. I'm here. Uh, my name's Josh. I'm playing uh, Spin Martins, and our pronouns are he, him.
0: We did it! Yay! It's all of us. Yay.
3: I feel like I forgot something when I did my intro, and I I don't know what
0: I could have no, possibly I think, forgotten. I think you got it. Right. <laughs> All right, Matthew, what happened last time?
2: On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil. Do you want me to do the season finale for no, season
0: one? No. <laughs> a lot. There were lots
2: lots of stuff happened. We had to get out of there, though, because it was too much of a mess on the West Coast. So now we're on the best coast, the East Coast. Fred, take it away. Okay.
0: <laughs> we just <laughs> alienated all of our Central and West Coast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> to- yeah, the Central Coast we Uh, love (laughs) it all our listeners from the Great Lakes and the West Gulf Coast
0: (laughs) but uh, episode 18 or the season finale of season one of the Vanguard of the Veil did drop today uh, so make sure to check that out Lupus and Fabula episode 3 so um, some great stuff going on there and a big surprise at the end for Matthew's character but we'll just leave (laughs) it at that Deandra. You find yourself on the East Coast, specifically in a city called Carthago, Rhode Island. Huh. Carthago is the home of one Brown community college that you attended several years ago. You were brought back due to several reasons. One, after speaking with Alexander Skarsgård, you both agreed that it would be best for you to make it back to your alma mater and... Research some going-ons here, but also there were messages that you encoded in the commercials that you watched recently that also told you that it was important for you to be here. You walk down the paved walkways of Brown, and the red brick architecture brings you back. Uh, You recall spending four years here studying, learning, and also remembering some of the first uh, hunts that you went on uh, as a hunter. These memories come flooding back, but uh, there is more pressing matters on your mind. And you have come to find that the messages that brought you here talked about some of the different things that you have been researching. The veil, the other, and more recently, a lot of missing person cases, specifically from brown community college what would you like to do
1: okay so i'm I'm walking around the the community college itself or just like in the area
0: that's up to you you are specifically in Carthago, and you can be on campus or you could be in the outlying town that supports this community college
1: um i think i'll i think i'll stroll the campus see my old stomping grounds um so i i grew up and i went to high school on the west coast but then went to the east coast to go to a community college (laughs) that is correct yes
0: okay let's not try to detail that any further (laughs) no and you also spent four years here at a community (laughs) college (laughs) right
1: fair enough um okay so i'm gonna go to the, the my my alma mater um i'm gonna pick up some uh student papers and see if i can glean anything from the the writings of the students here. Stroll around, see any like corkboards or anything else with like postings that might be interesting or catch my eye.
0: Yeah, so upon reading the what would be considered the college newspaper Um, which is called the horn, Um, you don't find anything untowards. But uh, upon visiting what would be considered like the student center or the community center within the college campus, uh, you do find um, these boards that have job applications. There is um, notices of like events going on on campus and in town. but. In the, what looks like the more crowded, unkempt area, you actually find what look like missing person posters that maybe a student or you know, a family member have posted, and oddly enough, it seems like there are several there, and they're just kind of like just disheveled and pinned on top of each other, more so than should be, and it's almost kind of alarming at how many people have gone missing
1: okay and they're just kind of like pinned one over top of the other kind of yeah haphazardly
0: you know you could probably read two or three of them and then you could see there's a couple more underneath you can't really ascertain any type of design in the time frame of when they have gone missing but they do seem to be students uh that have gone missing from this campus
1: okay I, i guess i'll i'll like grab a handful of them off the the pole have i have i figured out a a living situation here yet am i like in a what 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 have, what have i figured out as far as that goes
0: i'm pretty sure that you are probably staying in some kind of you know roadside motel uh, nothing okay. permanent um but also you know well within your budget
1: i guess when i go to the bulletin boards i'll see if anyone's looking for a roommate and pull like a little tag off of the
0: yeah, you find whatnot. several. Um, they okay. look like they're neighboring apartment buildings to the campus. Um, some might be students or some could be ex-students. Um, you're not 100% sure, but uh, you do find several numbers that you could call to find a more permanent uh, lodging.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll pull a couple of those numbers off and then um, yeah, take a handful of the uh, the, the missing posters and kind of like sift through them as I walk around chain-smoking.
0: With your experience, you know, the average person might take a look at these posters and think not much of it. People do go missing. Some people elope. Some people uh, get into, you know, crime or, you know, drugs and just disappear. But you actually are aware of monsters and the creatures that come from the other. And you have a feeling, a suspicion that there is more to this than just random missing person cases that don't have any connection
1: okay i guess i'm going to try to find a place to 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 red string everything so i guess i'll go back to my um area given some of the the posters i've taken off and i'm going to start like pinning them to the wall and red string uh, to like news articles and whatnot that i've pulled from like the past or internet things i've printed off
0: now is this one of your skills that you roll for or how does that work because i know it was used, i think it was called connect the dots
1: uh that is yes um uh, at the beginning of each mystery i can uh roll and then i can hold questions so i guess i'm going to like try to roll that now um i roll plus sharp and i can hold questions for the entire mystery and they're like they're, they're big overarching questions okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that now Ooh, I rolled really poorly. I rolled
2: 5.
0: Okay.
1: So not great. It's <laughs> not great. So for
0: those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, in Monster of the Week we roll a 2d6 system and a a 10 or above is a complete success. A 7 to 9 is a partial success but a six or below is essentially kind of a failure, but you do gain experience points. And upon receiving five experience points, you level up your character and can learn a new move or increase an attribute or even, you know, bring on special powers or, you know, um, hirelings and stuff like that. Um, so unfortunately you're unable to connect the dots with this information that you currently have, but, uh, it tugs at you and you are caught up and you want to find out what's going on, but you're probably going to need to do more than just what you have currently.
1: All right. So I'm going to, I guess, go to the local liquor liquor store, get a fifth of something cheap and brown and start. <laughs> Start uh s- sipping at that as I as I walk the streets, like just looking for if I can find anything or hear anything in the in the town proper rather than the
0: the campus. Okay. DeAndra, do you want to uh introduce yourself and in, in kind of how you look real quick?
1: Deandra DeAndra is a kind of disheveled, dirty, um chain smoking, booze drinking, hard boiled detective who's also kind of wild-eyed and crazy. Because she's like, she sees the the dots. She's very conspiracy theory, but also like a revolver-wielding detective. Okay. So like, pulpy novel, disheveled ponytail, probably doesn't bathe as often as she should. Smells of booze and cigarettes. Long trench coat kind of thing.
0: Professor, Associate Professor Gunderson. You find yourself, like you do most days, inside your uh, laboratory. Um, It is a part of the same building that you teach out of, a dilapidated, old, historic building, probably one of the original buildings of Brown Community College, and... uh, not a lot of people frequent this building. Um, There are rumors, uh, almost ghost stories about the happenings uh, within this building. And uh, you actually relish in it because it keeps nosy students uh, outside of your building uh, when they're not here for class. Um, Would you like to go ahead and describe yourself?
2: I will say that the building is named after uh, a famous Rhode Island resident specifically. This is the dj Polly d center for the sciences <laughs> dennis gunderson is a uh, man in his 50s he may seem somewhat reserved but uh quickly turns to uh his more passionate side as uh as his 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 mind races and he becomes more excited by the prospects of science and super science that are before him he wears a uh, a tweed jacket with a bow tie, of course, as as a upstanding professor would do. But perhaps his hair is a little more unkempt, as a, his salt and pepper a, a little bit more on the salty side, is, uh, is a little unkempt. But he does have a laboratory he works out of uh, when he's not teaching, and yes, it is equipped with the most state of the art facilities, including an examination room, a fabrication workshop. And my own personal minions, who I lovingly refer to as the Nuggets.
0: So am I getting, like, a Gru slash Minions type, like, vibe here? And it's just no. you and your Nuggets? Oh, okay. Sorry, no, Gru's sorry. bald. It speaks <laughs> okay. with a weird accent. Come on. <laughs> got it, got it. So as you are working in your um, laboratory, is it subterranean, or is it, like, on the ground level? I'm going to roll for this real quick. <sighs> okay.
2: It is actually on the second floor and okay. third floor. Got it. So the first and floor it's, is where it's, all and the they're connected by are. a spiral, a metal spiral staircase, one of those really narrow ones, like a little column.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So the ground floor is reserved for the classrooms where you teach more than likely biogenetic engineering, biochemistry, neuroscience, something along those lines. And uh, the top two floors are kind of like your own personal space laboratory. But as you are kind of in your inner musings, there is a sharp rap on the window that you are sitting next to and uh, that grabs your attention.
2: Is it a window to outside or like into a hallway or something? Outside. I will walk over to the window and I will just put my fingers between the blinds and open them enough that I can see out of them.
0: Below you on the ground level in the like outer courtyard within this community college in the grassy area you see a fellow professor professor Radkins and she is a tenured professor like yourself here at bcc you know she also has her own building uh it's called the exeter woods hall and uh she, you know that she leads the botany and horticulture department on campus you are acquaintances i wouldn't consider you know you two be. colleagues colleagues yes you know not friends but colleagues professionals she, professionals to each other exactly and she is uh politely waving at you uh, from the ground floor as she throws small pebbles at your window
2: i will uh raise the blinds a, a little bit of the way and open the window and stick my head out and be like how can i help you professor
0: ah yes professor gunderson um i see yes you. that is my name Yes, well, I could see you're probably hard at work, um, but I did want to remind you, we do have that uh, faculty meeting that uh, will be happening later today. Um, I do have that on my Outlook calendar. Excellent, excellent. Well, I just wanted to provide a friendly reminder. Uh, We will be talking about uh, some of the things going on here on campus, and I just wanted to make sure that everybody was present. Um, It will be uh, around 7 o'clock tonight. I know it's a little later, but Mm. it'll be after most of our classes and uh, I I hope that you'll be there.
2: What's the policy of going to these meetings with Scotch?
0: Oh, well, I mean, you know, if you're not walking around with an open container, I'm pretty sure nobody will bat an eyelash. Uh, Mm. Do you need a more discreet vessel for, uh, your alcohol? I am king of discretion. It shall not be necessary. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, I look forward to seeing you there later. Mm. And as she walks away, you can see that she has, like, a, a slight limp you know, there's a slight drag to her right leg. Um, she's expressed to you that she's uh, wasn't a car accident, and unfortunately, you know, she isn't a hundred percent mobile. She is like, how
2: long ago was she in this accident? Was this like
0: something sustained in, in her youth, or is this? Ah, uh, no, I would, prob- I would probably say in the last like ten years. So not recent, but not, like, in her youth. She. It's, it's not It's not getting better. This is pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah, like, you, this is how you have always known her. In, and it was just expressed to you, maybe, in polite conversation that, you know, she was in a car accident. And, uh, you know, e- even though she is, you know, mobile, it's just kind of like a, a slight limp. Um, but you see her kind of walk away in her disheveled nature. Her hair is kind of wild and unkempt there's like small flowers and maybe even small like plants or branches that are stuck to her hair she's got
2: is she a botanist or yeah so she is
0: a professor of botany and horticulture and um she is wearing like one of those like botany aprons um you can see that there are like green and brown stains on her jeans um just probably from working on the you know courtyards around campus as well as within her building which has you know
2: so she 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 is a botanist professor botany professor and also the groundskeeper
0: well i i think it's more of like it's a a community college we get it yes well they had to cut uh the Sorry, and her, and
2: it was Professor Radagast, right? I, I got uh, that
0: correct. Radikins, Radikins, <laughs> not Radagast.
2: For all intents and purposes, for 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 lore purposes, I call them the Nuggets because my minions look like the McDonald's chicken nuggets from the '90s commercials.
0: What do they look like?
2: Like dancing
0: nuggets? Like like the M and M's? <sighs> kind of like puppets. Interesting. I'm gonna. Have that's to that's like... a that's a that's a Google. Yeah. So as you go back to your experiments in your laboratory, we're going to take this scene and pan over to a young athlete sitting at a table. They're joined by several other students. Uh, Josh, would you like to introduce yourself?
3: I'll do my best, given my weird internet problems. So, like, yeah, I'm sitting around a bunch of students and stuff, completely being ignored. He's very... Spin is very, like, clean-cut, very boring. Nothing remarkable. You could not pick them out of a crowd. He's very lanky, though. Uh, He he likes wearing, like, white t-shirts and blue jeans, like, tucked in. Utterly plain-looking. And just, yeah, just super plain, super unremarkable. And he's probably just sitting there, uh, hanging out, looking around, seeing if, uh, there's a conversation to join. Or, you know, maybe just sitting there usually. Like... I can't really jump in anywhere, so I guess I'll just sit here.
0: A young man who's sitting next to you goes, What's wrong with you, Spin? You're you're distracted. Huh? And beside you is Chad, one of your friends, who is addressing you.
3: Oh, uh, hey, uh, you, you know, I just, uh, you know, we're, I'm doing great. You know, I think I have too much water in my socks.
0: B- water in your socks? I... Did you go swimming? No, I stepped in a puddle. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But, I mean, what do you think about, you know, Faye? Like, the f- creatures? What? No, Faye Susie. She went missing? She's been gone for, like, two days now? There's posters all over campus about her. Right,
3: search me. I'd... I don't know. I guess I could ask, like, the doc, maybe, if he knows anything. I-, I haven't
0: even really noticed. Wait. Who, Professor Gunderson? yeah why would you ask do you think he's involved he does like stay in that creepy building i hear that he lives there and like i don't know i've heard he does like weird experiments in there and stuff
3: i don't think it's that creepy i just uh you know he's he's real smart
0: yeah but i mean look at that tweed jacket that he wears i mean come on
3: i don't know i think i'd be pretty smart looking if i had a tweed jacket
0: And at that point, um, another young student walks over uh, and she says, Hey, Chad. Hey, Spin. Do you mind if I sit down with you guys? Uh, Sure. Go ahead. And uh, before you is another student that you recognize. Her name is Terry. uh, And she says, You know, I'm really, really just uh, torn up about Faye. and I don't know. I just feel like we should be doing more. Like, Shouldn't we be out there, like, looking for her?
3: I suppose. Uh, I feel like it'd be weird to go unprepared.
0: Well, look. um, How about this, Spin? You, me, Terry. We'll, uh, you know, we'll just grab some like flashlights and maybe we'll just go around and check out like, you know, the the parks nearby. Maybe, you know, she she said she loved to hike and. Nature walking. I mean, she loved, you know, uh, Professor Radikin's class. I mean, she's probably like lost out in the woods or something. So then it's a plan. Let's do that. Deandra. So. You recall the the city of Carthago being an incredibly small town. It literally is like a town that erected around this community college and the college itself is the hub. There are only a handful of businesses uh, within the city limits that border the college like the Cornerstone Pub, you know, the only pub in town where both the locals and students go to get drunk. You know, there is a uh, Little Country Pizza. It's a privately owned pizza place. There is a Pizza Hut in town, uh, but you know, everybody prefers to go to Little Country Pizza to support like, you know, small business. Um, right. Yeah, Local exactly. Business, right. And then there's the diner, and, and that is the name of the establishment. And it is a diner that serves breakfast and lunch and does not have a creative name whatsoever.
1: No, I was just going to say that's where I plan on ending my night is with Greasy Diner Food. How oh, late are they open? Pro-
0: well, they're open for breakfast and lunch only, it seems like. But they probably open really early. So, you know, maybe you can, right. you know, go there for uh, uh, yeah. early morning. keep right keep
1: it going until early morning and where i can eat some breakfast to go back to my place and crash
0: and and you know you, you uh probably know the the establishment's you know uh owner they probably live you know behind the the actual diner site so you know if if you really needed to you could probably go bother them to open up to you know cook you something uh in a pinch Oh, okay um, there used to be a wendy's here once uh, but it has closed uh, since you've attended school here <laughs> uh, so yeah that's really it there's, okay. there's like a pizza hut and a mcdonald's and then all of the uh, local establishments
1: okay yeah i'm just gonna kind of wander wander the streets smoking and drinking and just like listening to chatter on the streets students talking yeah just kind of going where where anything takes me just kind of kind of a leaf in the
0: wind, kind of. So you find yourself in what looks like a small auditorium um, within the college, and uh, you can see that... These were the only like lights that were on in, in in the buildings surrounding it, and that kind of draw you to it. Uh, the door to this uh, room is open, and you find what looks like a possible town meeting or a faculty meeting going on. And there is a heated conversation going, and you can see um, this disheveled-looking woman um, who is trying to keep everybody calm. And uh, you know there are people that are standing up from their seats and uh, talking. Talking loudly about uh, Faye Suzy, who is the most recent missing person. One of the gentlemen that stands up and goes, look this is like the third student that's gone missing the last year. We can't afford to have any more missing students. Our attendance is already below what is considered keeping our lights on. What are we doing about this? Is there any support from the local police? Uh, and Professor Radkins is up there. She's kind of like in front of a, a podium and she's like, okay, uh, the local police are involved and we all know that there's only four of them, you know, the sheriff and his three deputies and they're doing everything that they can, um, but there hasn't been any sign that, I mean... It is a missing person's case. We have no uh, information that, uh, you know, a body has been found or anything like that. So, you know, I, we are all hoping and, and uh, hopefully this all just kind of gets better.
1: All right, I'll, I'll, I'll stick around and listen for a while, but I'm going to keep my eye on the guy that seems to be worried about college attendance more than he does about the lives of the children or the the students i'm gonna but I, yeah I'll, I'll stick by and i'll like stand in the back and kind of sip on my bottle while i, while I and listen.
0: this person who is talking you actually see somebody sitting next to them uh who looks rather annoyed and be, b- beside him you recognize an old uh professor of yours professor gunderson who you probably have some feelings towards of of not great memory. Uh, Professor Gunderson, the professor next to you, uh, his name is Bran Wilson. Uh, Bran is a loud, brash uh, history teacher uh, that you never cared for um, and is always just very excited at all times. Uh, And he continues to kind of speak to the group and says, well, look, We all understand that Rhode Island does not have the best uh, reputation when it comes to the goings-on around here. But the last thing we need is another conspiracy or, you know, another vampire story. I mean, I am getting tired of hearing about vampires, okay? There is no such thing as vampires, and we really need to ensure that our students feel safe here. Conversation continues and kind of you know, just drones on. Um, Nobody is able to come to any kind of conclusion. And the uh, Professor uh, Radikins kind of uh, adjourns the meeting for the day and has exclaimed that she will continue to work with uh, the police and uh, ensure that these matters are looked into and that we should allow the police to do their investigation uh, since they are professionals. And that we are teachers, and that we need to continue to teach our students and also be there for uh, emotional support. Upon seeing
1: Professor Gunderson, uh, I'm going to kind of try to blend into the background a little bit and like wait until things disperse and follow. Okay.
0: So, Professor Gunderson, what what is your um, agenda tonight?
2: Despite sitting next to a very loud, obnoxious human being who I would not uh, save if they were drowning or give my last drop of water, blah, 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 blah. Professor Gunderson sitting next to him promptly at the start of the meeting just like threw threw back a glass he had in his hand or a cup and then just like fell asleep with his eyes open just kind of like sitting kind of relaxed in his chair but looking like he was just like thousand yards staring ahead. So he actually just, like, continues to sit in his chair after the crowd starts to disperse from the, uh, meeting. And and where do
0: you go, uh, once this meeting is adjourned?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I probably am just passed out for a while, and I come to, and the room is empty, and I just get up and walk back to the lab. <laughs>
0: So DeAndre, are you like uh, in a place that you would be considered visible to Professor Gunderson? You can see that he has clearly fallen asleep during this important meeting, and uh, he ha- and he is the last person in this room.
1: Okay, so if that happens, I'm going to like as quietly as I can just stand directly in front of him and smoke and blow a big old poof of smoke right in his face. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you Gunderson so uh how you doing what time is it <coughs> what time is it um, I don't even know mm. it's about I'm gonna lift up my bottle uh
2: 12 12 30. I Dennis pulls out a pocket watch and looks at it like it's like nine (laughs) (laughs) Like half-hour meeting and he's just like yeah, he's been in there for a while lights are still on though Long time
1: long time no see
2: have you come to kill me finish the job?
1: You know have half a mind to do it all these kids are going missing you got anything to do with that?
2: (sighs) No I heard something in the meeting about theories of some creatures of exsanguination, but... Are they yours, though? No. I haven't messed with that kind of science in... When were you here last? Uh, It's been a while. Well, since then.
1: Look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm looking into this. And if I see that you're taking kids apart, coming after you, buddy. I
2: detest children. Why would I want to have them around me more? Why are you teaching at a community college? Well, I have lost my other supplementary income so I had to find something else. Mm-hmm. And what better way to, than to part my knowledge on the young minds get them interested in the super sciences so that they too can do what i have been doing for years you got i feel like you got something to do with that i don't i have no interest in it and quite frankly i think it is a waste of my time to pull me away from my important work i'm going to use suspicious mind and suspicious
1: mind reads only if someone lies to you you know it (laughs)
0: So this is a move that you have as the flake, a hunter, Uh and you are able to tell the if somebody is telling you the truth at any point. Now, Professor Gunderson, are Uh you telling the truth?
2: Yeah, I have nothing to. I have nothing to do with this, Alex. I don't know why you would suspect me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, son of a bitch. All right, that would make this season real short. (laughs) Or that'd be very <laughs> would. funny. Because then I would just shoot you
2: right like now. <laughs> Don't bring a gun to a campus. Oh, I totally did. And I brought Scotch to the faculty meeting, so. Six of one half dozen of the
0: other, right? And as the two of you are having this kind of walk down memory lane slash conversation, you hear a person's voice. You hear somebody calling out for help. It is coming from outside of the building that you're currently in.
1: Um, I'll take one big swig and start
0: running that way. And as you do so, uh, there is a young woman who looks disoriented, and she is just kind of like looking around bewildered and saying, "Uh, uh, Help, where am I? Can somebody help me? Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to look around to see if there's anybody else around.
0: There is nobody else. I'll stroll up behind. Other than Professor Gunderson. Do
1: you have somewhere we can take this young lady?
0: Can we see,
2: can we tell anything from her? Is she like, does she look injured?
0: Her clothes are disheveled. It doesn't look like, you know, there has been any kind of attack on her or anything like that, but you can see that there is like... I don't know. It looks like maybe she tumbled through like bushes and, you know, she's got like twigs and, you know, just like leaves caught up in her clothing. Hmm. You must
2: be one of her radikins.
0: What is your name? Uh, oh, my my name is, uh, uh, Avril. Um, Avril Harley. Hmm. And what seems to be the problem? Deandra. from going through the numerous missing persons posters that you took down and put up in your apartment, you immediately recognize this name. This was probably about four missing persons ago, and the Avril Harley was a missing persons. Uh, you deduct probably from about maybe a little over a year ago, and here she is on campus in front of the two of you. Where, where have you been? What? Um, I, I don't know where I am, much less where I've been. Where am I? Does she look shaken at all? Um, I, once again disoriented, uh, very just out of it, absent-minded. Maybe not so much like scared or shaken. Just like very confused.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take out two cigarettes and light them both and then hand one to her and say you need to calm your nerves here sit down sit down on the curb and calm your um, nerves
0: as you do so she immediately recoils from you like and now she looks shaken and frightened and you are not sure why um, but she has a very adverse reaction to the cigarette you're handing her that is currently lit oh uh, no 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 uh, please keep that away from me Okay, so I'll smoke them
1: both at the same time then. Where did you, is her? Are her parents here, or is she like a out of town student? Or out of like, town? Do I know that from an college? I
0: I mean, ultimately, all you know <laughs> from the wanted posters was that she was a student here that went missing a little over a year ago. You know, other than that, it, there wasn't much more uh, information since you had failed on the connecting the dots. You really don't have a lot of information on these different missing cases. So, Miss Harley, can you walk? Uh, uh, yes, yes, I think so. Yes, I, I, I can walk.
2: Then perhaps you should come back with me to the laboratory. I have an examination room there. We can see if you're doing all right. Oh, you're, you're a doctor. Trust me, I am a doctor, and that's one of my moves. That's one of my moves. Oh,
0: okay. And, and what is it? What does it entail? It
2: just it helps with it helps with first aid rules. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, got it. Uh, okay. Um, uh, yes, I I'm feeling kind of woozy and lightheaded, so maybe that would be good. Sure, sure, I I, I will go with you. Gunderson, I'm going with her. That is acceptable,
2: but. I must insist, there is no smoking in the laboratory. It is full of very volatile chemicals, and quite frankly, it might scare the nuggets. All right, I'm gonna have to front load them while we walk. And this is why I failed you, as you would sit in the back of class, smoking and drinking while I was trying to teach the young minds about the powers of the atom and the chemicals and
0: biology.
2: And, things.
0: and physics. The three of you start walking towards the dilapidated historic building that is known as the, what was the name again? DJ Pauli The DJ Pauli D. Center for the Sciences. Yes. And <laughs> when you enter into the building... You can see her, and at this point, you were kind of walking across the courtyard, uh, just in the grass, and when you come to the paved sidewalk of the building, um, the two of you move forward, and then she just kind of stops in front of the concrete and looks at the two of you, and, and she's like, uh, I, I, I think I should stay here.
2: Oh, you're welcome to come in if you'd like.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, I don't know if I should, but I I guess if you're a doctor. And as she starts walking onto the pavement, you can see that her left foot, as she is, like, rising up onto the pavement, there's something connected to her. Uh, could I investigate a mystery? Sure, go ahead.
3: It's toilet paper, I know it's toilet (laughs) paper. Oh,
0: Josh, you're back! (sighs)
2: which okay wait what is which one is it for investigative mystery it's sharp okay i got a seven even
0: okay so you are partially successful what question would you like to ask excellent question well well is it toilet paper uh uh it is not toilet paper that's the only question you get to ask wait would
2: this be invest sorry would this be investigative mystery or read about situation
0: i would say well
2: because i feel like investigative mystery is more about a monster and read about situations more about like the situation.
0: I would allow you to choose. You can choose either or.
2: Yeah, because they're both sharp. What is being concealed here?
0: You see, as she steps onto the pavement, there is what looks like a connection to her leg, like as if her leg continues to extend into the ground. You're not quite sure what you're seeing, but as you stare intently at this, thing coming out of the back of her foot, she also looks down at her foot and there is like this look, a mortified look on her face and there is confusion and then shock and then anger and as she looks up at the two of you, her eyes are kind of wide and she just vaults right at you and she is coming at you with crazy speed, act under pressure Holy God! Uh, <laughs> uh. Are we both rolling that, or is it just, just Gunners right now?
2: Oh, oh, I got a seven even. <laughs> okay,
0: so you're partially successful. You will take damage. Um, you will take one point of damage as she just tackles into you, oh. and you oh, are oh, oh. kind of like dropped backwards onto the concrete steps of the building uh, that you're in front of, and. As you, as she gets closer to you, you get this smell. Uh, there is a very earthy smell to her, and you are starting to take in details uh, that you weren't able to see before uh, due to the dark uh, atmosphere that you were in outside on the campus grounds. Her hair—it is not just twigs and leaves. There is something very like organic, uh, something very twisted about her hair there are possibly leaves or branches coming directly out of her hair Um, you can see that the the veins uh that are pulsating on her neck her excited uh, like kind of like uh exterior skin uh has a dark green tinge to it Um, and the hands that are holding you pinning you onto the ground are incredibly calloused and tough, almost bark-like, and they are just pinning you to the ground. Deandra, you see this woman attack Professor Gunderson. What do you do?
3: Uh,
1: oof.
0: Gunderson.
1: <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> if only it had been someone else. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks <Yeah>.
3: about it.
1: <laughs> I think about it for a second. I'm gonna take out my Watchman's flashlight and kinda... Like, give her a bonk to the back okay. of the head.
0: I would say kick some ass. Oh. Okay. Roll for bonk?
1: I'm bad. At, I'm, I'm going to roll for bonk. To kick some ass. Roll tough. I just roll plus tough. Oh, gosh. All right. That's not great for me. I rolled a four. Okay. A gentleman's four.
0: So, uh, you actually do connect, and you're large, like, metal maglite uh, flashlight just strikes the back of uh, Avril's head, and she, like, her head, like, literally, like, snaps to the side. I mean, you had some strength on this swing, but you realize that as she looks up at you, it, there's almost no register of pain or discomfort. and. Now you're starting to see these weird characteristics that Professor Gunderson just saw. There is something very different about her. She is different in a way that you it is very hard for you to explain. You have not seen something like this before. Uh, The only way you could describe it is that she is like maybe a a tree creature slash human. And uh, in, you you can tell that there is like strength, and then she just kind of like while pinning uh, uh, Professor Gunderson, grabs you and drags you onto the ground um, as well, and uh, you're going to take one point of damage. Oh gosh, okay. Professor Gunderson. Oh jeez. What do you do?
2: I'm not gonna say I'm panicking, but I am going to um, stab her with a syringe. Okay which i am looking for the stats uh somewhere on my character sheet. there it is oh beautiful all right Let's assume she's like standing over me essentially all right so my tough is a minus one and i rolled a seven so i got a six <laughs> okay
0: Um, So you bring this syringe out, and it probably has some kind of compound in it that is going to incapacitate somebody. And as you plunge it into her neck, I mean, you strike true. The needle snaps on her skin, and you realize that her skin is much more hard and coarse uh, and, and much more like bark than you realize uh, and you were unsuccessful. Both of you have gained an action point of experience, by the way, for your failed goals. We're being so terrible. <laughs> close by, I'm calling shenanigans. Close by, about a building away. Chad is having a conversation with Spin. Look, man, if you want to go see your professor friend or whatever, that's fine. But it's kind of weird, all right, Spin. And I just don't feel like you care about Faye enough because you're not going to come with us.
3: Well, thought not that I don't want to come. I just want to be prepared. And if he knows anything that could help us, I think it'd be a boon overall.
0: All right, man, whatever. Um, we're just going to go, I guess, you know, and uh, me and Terry, we're going to go ahead. And, and if you feel like you want to come over, man, come on over. We're just going to go check out, you know, that uh, that area, the, the, the metro park that they have. It's really close by. You know, some of the locals call it Hell's Half Acre. If you're gonna join us, join us, but we'll catch you later. And Terry kind of gives you this like look, like a forlorn look, but uh, goes off with Chad and they have flashlights and he's got his bat with him and uh, they go off into his car and drive away. You turn around and you head directly to uh, Professor Gunderson's building and there he is. What's he doing on the ground? is that a, is that a student? A woman on top of him, and there's another woman next to him as well. What is Professor Gunderson doing right now? Just a regular ladies' man. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it like
3: very clear to like? I can easily see these things. I can make out very. Yeah. So details.
0: you know, the the buildings have like you know, light posts that are along the sidewalks. There's lights coming off the building itself that are like floodlights that, you know, kind of point towards the entranceways. So although if you were to step off of the pavement, it would probably go very dark just because of the, you know, courtyard itself. But, you know, where they're currently at, you can kind of see that there's this girl on top of him and maybe a drunk girl next to him. And it's just very weird.
3: But he doesn't look like he's under attack. He doesn't look like he's in distress.
0: Uh, well, y- y- I, it, it's possible that he could be under distress. He he does look like he is struggling against the pin of this woman.
3: Okay. So that was all Josh talking. Uh, Spin, when he sees that there is a figure atop Doc, is going to burst into an immediate sprint and then, using the momentum of that sprint, tackle the figure. Okay. Okay. Uh, blindly.
0: Now, do you have a specific move for this, or are you going to do kick some ass? So,
3: okay. Okay, well, what are, let me look at exactly what it means to help your bitch.
2: Well, like, you can, I think, draw attention to yourself, or...
0: Um, oh, there is, like, a, a help. Gra- protect- oh, you can grant a plus one to my roll. Yeah, are you doing, like... Or, yeah, well, kick
3: some ass is, like, protecting, though, right? Like, if I... If my goal is to protect Gunderson. That's still kick ass. Yes
0: and no. So you could like have a goal of kick some ass and like knock this person by Mm. tackling them off of him, which essentially is protecting them. Yes. Or you could do protect someone or protect someone else and that would... Once again, you do the same thing, but you would be giving him an advantage instead of you accomplishing it yourself. So if you want to knock this P- person protect off... Some, okay. Protect
2: someone would, like, you take the damage for me if I was going to take damage or help out would be, like, giving me a bonus Correct, to my yeah. role.
3: Okay, sick. Yeah, I'm going to so, knock this, whatever this figure is, off of, off of my bro.
0: Kick that ass.
3: I got... And 11.
0: Yes, so you are successful. Go ahead and describe how you athletically uh, protect Gunderson. So
3: to the two of you there, what you probably would notice is that in one moment, uh, you're under attack by whatever this thing is. And then in the next moment, there is me appearing seemingly out of nowhere, almost like I'm doing like a kick. But I catch it in, like, the rib zone with my shin, and, like, try to, like, launch it away with a very hard, like, shin kick.
0: Okay. You connect, and there is, like, an audible snap. And it doesn't come from your leg, but it does come from the midsection of this person. And the person that was accosting Professor Gunderson is vaulted off and spins uh, across the pavement. Uh, You can hear, like, what sounds like whimpering or or crying. And when the person stops spinning just from the pure, you know, aggressiveness of this kick, um, you can see that it starts to convulse uh, on the ground. And they start getting smaller as if, like, they were curling up into, like, a fetal position. But then it continues. And then they just decompose and before you just lies what looks like a pile of soil and grass and bark and the person is no longer there and that is where we're gonna call it Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow The Keeper, Fred, at Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Deandra is played by Alex at Happy Puke. And Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.